Bhagavad-gita chapter 3 verse 32 Yetveta labhya suyanto Nānu tishthanti me matam Sarvajjnāna vimudham sthān Vidhinashtāna chetasaha Ye Those Tu However Etat This Abhyasuyantah Out of envy Na Do not Anutishthanti Regularly perform May My Matam Injunction Sarvajjnana All sorts of knowledge Vimudhan Perfectly be fooled Tan They are Vidhi Know it well Nashtan All ruined Achetasaha Without Krishna consciousness Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai Translation, but those who, out of envy, disregard these teachings and do not practice them regularly are to be considered bereft of all knowledge, be fooled, and doomed to ignorance and bondage. Please repeat, but those who, out of envy, disregard these teachings and do not practice them regularly are to be considered bereft of all knowledge. Be fooled and doomed to ignorance and bondage. <clears throat> Purport The flaw of not being Krishna consciousness is clearly stated herein. As there is punishment for disobedience to the order of the Supreme Executive Head, so there is certainly punishment for the disobedience of the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A disobedient person, however great he may be, is ignorant of his own self, of the Supreme Brahman, and Paramatma and the Personality of Godhead due to a vacant heart. Therefore, there is no hope of perfection of life for him. So, if you see the previous verse, we have studied this previous verse in our last Wednesday, 3.31. Ye me matamidam nityam manutishthanti manava shraddhavanto nasuyanto muchyante tepi karmabhi. One who executes his duties according to my injunctions and who follows this teaching faithfully without envy becomes free from the bondage of fruitive actions. And today is the opposite of those who don't. <coughs> so everything has two sides, whether we follow or don't follow the Lord is not forcing he's not forcing he's just telling us the consequences he's not creating a, a fear in our heart oh you don't follow me then you will be doomed just to create a fear no that is just a fact <clears throat> some people think we we speak like this because we are fanatics you know we are fanatical about you know Krishna that's why you say all these things that if you don't follow Krishna you'll go to hell sometimes they criticize oh you're preaching like we're Christians 
no you are too forceful you are saying this one thing whereas hinduism is flexible you know they think like this <coughs> those who say like that have actually never read the bhagavad gita or they have read bhagavad gita uh, from a commentator who is completely ignorant of the whole purpose of the gita because there is no such thing as flexibility god is not just like uh, in the singapore in the in this country i have to follow the law similarly just as here the laws are very strict the laws of the supreme lord are like millions of times stricter hmm. and there is no such thing as flexibility when you say when people say that oh hindu religion is flexible we can do whatever we like then why do you need religion just do whatever you like na why do you need anything so krishna said that yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyuttanam ta dharmasya tadatmanam srijamyaham in the fourth chapter of bhagavad gita krishna says when there is decline in religious principles if everybody can do anything they like then where is the, how do you measure decline or progress there is no progress and there is no decline there is no index there is no yardstick to measure what is correct and what is wrong right so when there is decline means there is some measuring standard so we should know what is that whenever and wherever there is a decline in religious practice or descendant of bharata and a predominant rise of irreligion at that time i descend myself and what is religion what is irreligion religion means obedience to god in very simple terms religion means obedience to god that's it obedience means we just carry out his instructions surrender <clears throat> often times we want we want god to do what we would like to have from him we always want god to obey us our problem is this we come to the temple or church mosque whatever and ask god what what we want hello take my order or my list is there come give me this he is your pun or what <laughs> so we should not treat god like that how we should actually pray and for what we should pray for what what is the reason that we should pray so there is a nice verse nice prayer by king kulashekar you know king kulashekar alwar one of the 12 alwars of the sri sampradaya he has taught us how to pray to god we will take out you know when we ask god what we want and consider god our servant god is not very pleased by such he said he says in the bhagavad gita chatuvida bhajante mam janmane sukriti norjana you are at least pious you have come to me although you have nonsense desire but you have come to me at least that part is good he will take the good part he will take he will say you are sukrita you are at least pious man even though you have come for nonsense 
uh, we come for non we start with nonsense only later on we get purified we all start with nonsense we come to the temple to ask something from him whereas surrender means krishna what how can i serve you not in a mood that what is lacking like you know you have one servant less i will i will i will fill in the that job uh, scope no he does not need any servant he is self sufficient for our he is very happy by himself he doesn't need any servants on top of that he has millions of servants although he doesn't need them he has millions of servants then why do we need why, why does he need us anymore he doesn't need us we need him for our sake he comes as i said many times krishna doesn't come here to recruit you not hr here he <laughs> please come back to my loka and i have some i need to have some servants more so i will recruit no he is not coming for hr purposes Hmm. he is thinking how to save us how we can be saved for our sake he is coming he is he is begging krishna is begging patram pushpam phalam toyam yo me bhaktya prayachhati tadaham bhakti upahritam asnami prayatatmanah he says give me a leaf give me some fruit give me some water He is such a beggar to ask from us. Why is he asking? So to make, um, to to let her, let his hand down so low that anybody who is the most downtrodden, he can also reach his hand. Upanaya mama haste, bhakti rajjum namaste. Rupa Goswami is praying to the Lord. Please extend your hand. Extend the rope of devotion so that I can hold that rope and come up. It's a beautiful verse. later will show but this is king kulashekar <coughs> praying to the lord what is this adi 61 no no <laughs> okay this is the one mukundamala stotra naham vande tava charanayor dvandvam advandaheto kumbhi pakam gurum api hare narakam napane tum ಕುಂಭಿಪಾಕ you know this material world is very miserable i please save me from this material world give me mukti i'm not interested i'm not praying to you for mukti moksha no moksha also doesn't want people want moksha at least they think moksha means it is not a materialistic desire <laughs> but even that he doesn't want he's not even demanding that krishna if you think that i don't deserve this i'm not asking for it because even if you ask moksha there is also another list no sir give me moksha i have come again we are ordering so he is saying i don't want moksha also if you think that i don't deserve i am not asking anything or i am not coming here because i am afraid of hell kumbhi pakam i will be boiled in oil therefore i am coming to please please save me from that burning oil no i am not asking that also then 
Nor is my purpose to enjoy the soft-skinned, beautiful women who reside in the gardens of heaven. Nandana. Nandanena pirantum. Nandana means Nandan Kanan. In the heavenly planets, there is a garden called Nandana Kanan. It is one of the most beautiful gardens in the whole universe. And heavenly couples, they have their relationships there. You know, hiding in the... So many millions and millions of places there. They, they do their conjugal affairs. So he's saying, because people want to go to he- heaven, no? Swarga prapti honi chahiye. No, I don't want even Swarga prapti. I'm not even asking. Swarga, in Swarga, what is there? Enjoy like sex life. Ex- in very high standard. Very, you know, elaborate. So I'm not asking for heaven. I'm not asking to be saved from hell. I'm not asking for moksha. Then what do you want? Now this is where materialistic people get perplexed. Other than if you don't want all these things, then what are you coming for? Hmm. I pray to your lotus feet only so that I may remember you alone in the core of my heart, birth after birth. Now sir, if you want that I take birth in this material world, birth after birth after birth, I have, I have no release. If that is your desire, let it be so. Only one thing I ask. Please engage me in your service. Let me be of service to you, my Lord. That's all I want. In whatever capacity, even Bhaktivinoda Thakur has sung, Kita janma hoi yathatva das Bahir mukha brahma janmena hiyas He said, I don't wish to be a big Brahma with four heads in the control of the entire universe and be averse to you. Rather, I would be an insect in the house of a devotee and hear the holy name and eat some remnants of prasadam from the dustbin when the devotees throw away. Let me be just a humble devotee, an insect in the house of your devotee. He's not even saying I, I wish to be your devotee. No, he's not even claiming I'm your devotee. A pure devotee will never claim that he's devotee. If one claims that his devotee is already proud. Because to be devotee of the Lord is not a very cheap thing. We are trying to be devotee. No, we are trying to be the devotee of the devotee of the devotee of the devotee. Again, King Kulashekar. I will show you another beautiful verse by King Kulashekar. Majjanmana phalamidam madhukaita bhare Matprarthaniya madanugraha esha eva Tvadbhritya bhritya parichara bhritya 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 itimam smaralokanatha You see how many times bhritya? Bhritya means servant. He's saying phalamidam. Phalam means the greatest fruit, the greatest. Majjanmana phalamidam. I, the greatest fruit of my my success will be this that if you can only engage me as tvad bhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya paricharaka also means servant tvad bhritya tvad means yours tvad bhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya 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 itimam smaralokanatha he is not asking my lord please i want to become your devotee too proud get lost Krishna, Krishna actually said that. I will show you. But now we will see the translation first here. 
Oh, enemy of the Madhu and Kaitabha demons. Madhu and Kaitabha are actually demons. Madhu Sudan and Kaitabhari. Krishna's two names. Oh, Lord of the universe, the perfection of my life and the most cherished desire, uh, cherished mercy you could show me would be for you to consider me the servant of 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 your servant. This much he wants to be below. He doesn't want even directly servant. Because Krishna said, Adipuran, Krishna said, Yeme bhakta jana partha, name bhakta shate jana. Yeme bhakta jana partha, name bhakta shate jana. Mad bhakta nam chaye bhaktas. Whoever consider, whoever says that he is my devotee, I first of all reject him. I don't consider him my devotee. If he becomes a devotee of my devotee, uh, then I will consider. Teme bhakta tamamata. Tamam means best. Most advanced devotees. See? Those who are my direct devotees are in fact actually not my devotees. But those who are the devotees of my servant are factually my devotees. See what Krishna likes. So if we want to attract his attention, if we come before him, Krishna, he will not see us at all. <laughs> if we if we try to attract his attention by you know waving out to him directly, Krishna is not interested. We catch hold of the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of Krishna, then Krishna will notice. Yes, this man is humble. This person is humble. Humility. As even in Bible it is said, the meek and humble inherit the kingdom of God. The proud people they don't attend. No. We should never consider ourselves a devotee. So what happens if we become proud? Abhisuyanta. We become envious toward other devotees. We think we are better than them. Finish. That is the end of our progress. Of course, for training the junior devotees, there is sometimes chastisement, there is sometimes correction. But, the person who is correcting, he should always remember that he is only doing it in service, so that that person can actually go back to Godhead, in the mood of service. Hmm. So anyway, the, 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 the person who is being corrected, he should also take it as mercy of the Lord. Hmm. So, today's verse, Abhyasuyanto. <clears throat> now, this Abhyasuyanta, Suyanta means envy. Anasuyave means non-envious. Krishna, many times in the Bhagavad Gita, he said that this knowledge is not for the envious people. For the envious people, they have to be rejected. They have to be just neglected. See, Hmm. This is Bhagavad Gita chapter 9 verse 1. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha idam tute guhyatamam pravakshyam yanasuyave jnanam vijnana sahitam yajnatva moksha se shubhat. 
<clears throat> the supreme personality of god had said my dear arjuna because you are never envious of me because you are never envious of me i shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge and realization knowing which you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence everything can be employed in the lord except enviousness you know lust can be uh employed in the service of the lord like the gopis did of course we are not on the level of gopis <laughs> nowhere close also but they did krodha how to use krodha or anger in krishna service krodha bhakta dveshi janai like hanuman hanuman is a famous example of a person who used krodha in service of the lord he was angry with the ravan and his soldiers and he killed actually he could have killed ravan easily also <coughs> ravan was nothing for hanuman hmm. actually in the meeting between uh, hanuman and bhima later on in mahabharat <coughs> you know the story you know the story so hanuman was because both of them are vayuputra hanuman and bhima so actually they were brothers in that sense so once bhima was walking down the forest path hanuman was lying down across the path <coughs> and um, because it is culture that you should not cross over and go you should not step over the person and go so bhima asked the monkey to move the monkey said i am an old man i am an old monkey actually i am have no strength you you move my tail and you walk okay and he wanted to move nothing not moving then he full strength bhima you know 10000 elephants strength he has he has a strength of 10000 elephants <laughs> he with his full force he wanted to pull the tail not even a millimeter it moved then he suddenly understood who are you then he showed himself as hanuman i am your elder brother hanuman the, from the ramayan age different yuga <clears throat> and he was huge then bhima asked him i want to see that form which you exhibited when you jumped to lanka and when you fought with kumbhakarna i want to see that form that gigantic form because as i understand you can become very big so all right he became big and became very very big then he told bhima only this much you can see you cannot see more than this because in this yuga not supposed to show that huge form in treta yuga it was possible dwapar yuga this is so this much is the limit at which you can see but i could have expanded to unlimited proportions and i did then bhima was surprised that that means you could have easily killed ravan why didn't you kill then uh, hanuman smiled bhima yes i could have easily killed he was nothing for me he's not even like an insect for me but i wanted my lord ram to kill therefore he has to get the glory of killing ravan and winning his wife back so out of maryada i left it for ram but honestly i could have killed him 
<coughs> so you see <coughs> he used krodha in the service of the lord so like this you can use everything except enviousness <coughs> shishupal was envious of the lord he could not use that with enviousness the whole reason why we are in this material world is because we are envious of the lord if you become a little favorable towards him we can take up to this process little favorable but those who are you know neglecting the lord the lord cannot save them you know if he wants he can he doesn't force if he wants he can save everybody just like that all of come back but he says even after explaining the whole bhagavad gita to arjun arjuna he asked arjuna arjuna now i have explained everything that i have to explain now it is up to you yathechhasi tatha kuru now you deliberate upon it and do as you please he did not say you must do what i say he said if you do what i say then you will have all perfection if you do not do what i say and if you act through envy like what he is today's verse then you will suffer everything will be doomed everything will be destroyed you choose now which one you want <coughs> do we have a choice if we are sane <laughs> but we are so foolish but that we will take the other path only no no i want to be ruined i want to be doomed i want to be destroyed what is the word today ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಾನಿಸ್ we are uh, we have already accepted this path and that's why we are in this material world so krishna says in the ninth chapter abhya uh, what is that you are not anasuyave you are not envious of me therefore i am imparting this knowledge to you later on he also says to the devotees represented by arjuna but then he says idam te natapaskaya ಉಪೇಕ್ಷಬೌಟ್ ಹಿಮ್ because the more you worry about him and try to help him he will become even more antagonistic hmm. this is from the 11th canto second chapter verse 46 this is the duty of a preacher of krishna consciousness ishvare tad adhineshu ಬಾಲಿಶೇಷು ದ್ವಿಷತ್ಸು ಪ್ರೇಮ ಮೈತ್ರಿ ಕೃಪಾ ಉಪೇಕ್ಷ ಯೋತಿ ಸ ಮಧ್ಯಮ ಮಧ್ಯಮ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಡಿವೋಟಿ 
first class devotee who is pure devotee the third class devotee who has just begun and who is not very experienced and who may commit many many mistakes and the madhyama in the middle of these two the second class devotee who is quite experienced in the sadhana and steady but is not yet on the first class stage but who can understand who is a uh, who is the lord he is not uh, confused when somebody says i am kalki bhagwan i am baba this baba that baba. he is not he is not confused he knows what is what because he is refers to the scriptures he refers to the sadhu guru he is not confused so he knows who is the lord uh, ishvare and he develops prema he tries to develop his love for the lord and then ishvare tadadhineshu tadadhineshu means his servants his devotees what he does maitri he becomes his their uh, friend he he befriends the devotees of the lord he does not make friendship with outside people he will be nice to them cordial to them give them prasadam give them some books talk to them about krishna try to help them but he they are not his close friends he makes friendships with devotees next balisheshu means those who are not devotees but who are innocent who can become devotees if they are preached to for them he goes out and tries to induce them into krishna consciousness and finally the prema what is that ishvare tadahinishu balish dvishatsu cha dvishatsu means those who are envious of the lord those who say, i don't believe in this bhagavad gita i don't believe all this god and you know scriptures all this nonsense these kind of people he just avoids it is not that he cannot defeat them he can thoroughly defeat them but the person you know there is a nice shloka by chanakya pandit in neeti shastra he said upadesho hi murkhanam prakopaya nashantaye prakopaya nashantaye you give upadesh instruction or advice to a fool murkhanam prakopaya he becomes kopa angry not not just angry prakopaya means very you know intensely angry he will become mad who are you to tell me what nonsense you are you know so the more we advise him the more he become angry and envious and commit offense to the lord so in order to save him from that offense he already is offensive to the lord by saying that he doesn't believe in god now if you talk about god he will offend even more never mind you enough offenses you have i will not disturb you <laughs> well capable of defeating there is one incident where uh, what is the uh, person's name there was one so called scholar during chaitanya mahap after chaitanya mahaprabhu left when the goswami six goswamis were there in vrindavan so there was one uh, uh, i forget this person's name so he 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 is very proud that he is a very great scholar he is always debating and defeating people everywhere so he was defeating everywhere and then once he came with to rupa goswami 
he came to Rupa Goswami, he came with a paper, document. If you accept defeat from me, I have defeated this, 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 this scholar. If you dare face me, you can debate with me. Or, if you give up, without even starting it, before you even start, you can sign this document that I have been defeated by, so called. And Rupa Goswami said, where is the document? Oh, here. Okay. Sign. Go. <laughs> Rupa Goswami, you know, who wrote all the scriptures, you know, so many scriptures, Nectar of Instruction, Nectar of Devotion, you know, Stavamala, he wrote, uh, uh, what is that? Uh, what is the two dramas about Krishna he wrote? Uh, Lalita Lalita Madhav and another one? How oh, I forget this? Come on. So anyway, so he, has, he wrote so many books and is such a great scholar. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally instructed him. And Rupa Goswami just asked where is the document you brought? He brought? And he brought, brought out. Because Rupa Goswami was very well known. Very, very well known. You know, he was big Pandit, Saraswat Brahman from birth. And he was very scholarly. He was expert in Sanskrit, expert in Arabic. Because he was working under the Muslim ruler when he was doing his work. After that he left as Prime Minister of the Nawab Hussain Shah. Hmm? He was very, very qualified. The king did not want to lose him. The king imprison, wanted to imprison him just because he was so great that if he goes away, then his kingdom is gone. That qualified he was. Hmm? And nobody could defeat Rupa Goswami. But Rupa Goswami said, okay, where is, come, go. Get out from here. Then he went to Jiva Goswami. Jiva Goswami is the nephew of Rupa Goswami. Jiva Goswami is such a great scholar that he wrote more than even Vyasadev. Vyasadev wrote 525,000 verses. He wrote more than him also. There is a university in Banaras dedicated for Jiva Goswami's books. Very, very voluminous. Nobody can dare come in front of Jeeva Goswami. They will shudder just by his name. So this this man, forget his name always. So he came to Jeeva Goswami and said, Rupa Goswami has accepted defeat from me. You want to debate? And Jeeva Goswami, what nonsense you are talking. You are humiliating Rupa Goswami. Come, come, let's have debate. He defeated him so badly that he passed urine and stool in front of him. So much tension, he passed urine and stool at the same time, sitting there. Like that he defeated him. Entire pride crushed to pieces. So, um, then this news went to Rupa Goswami. That Jiva Goswami defeated this rascal. Rupa Goswami got very angry. He went to Jiva Goswami. Why? What do you think you are? Why did you waste your time arguing with this fool? Huh? Why did you waste your time? Why are you so proud of your knowledge? That you want to defeat everybody. But of course, Prabhupada gave in the purport that a person should be like Jiva Goswami. If he somebody is dishonoring the spiritual master and he belittling them, the Acharyas, he should defeat him by all means, by argument. But Rupa Goswami is exhibiting another side of a devotee's behavior exemplifying that 
he is saying why did you waste your time and why are you so proud of your knowledge is your knowledge meant for debating with people or to cultivate devotion to Krishna you better fast you better fast he said for one year he fasted Jeeva Goswami and he was sitting in the hollow of a tree for one year <laughs> then Sanatana Goswami petitioned Jeeva Goswami because Sanatana Goswami is the elder brother of Jeeva Goswami so Jeeva Rupa Goswami sorry sorry Sanatana Goswami is the elder brother of Rupa Goswami so Sanatana Goswami only Sanatana Goswami could instruct Rupa Goswami nobody else could you know Sanatana Goswami said what is your mission what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission then uh, Rupa Goswami said Jeeva Doya mercy on the Jeeva the living entities <laughs> Sanatana Goswami said yes one Jeeva is on the fasting one year where is the doya? <laughs> Jeeva doya. Jeeva is sitting there. Fasting. One year. So, then Rupa Goswami, alright. Then he asked him to come out. So, Upeksha. Neglect. The rascals neglect. We don't need to like, of course, if they come to us and challenge us, we should not leave the argument without offering a fight. But, we should not even unnecessarily go and you know come come let's debate because we get the problem is a personality like Jeeva Goswami he can you know they are all pure devotees after all they can debate and they can still have their uh, Krishna consciousness intact but if we go into these debates and get into this regular habit of debating we will become proud I want to defeat him I want to defeat him I want to defeat him it's all about me defeating him no more that love of Krishna we forget so to teach us that principle, Rupa Goswami chastised his nephew, Jiva Goswami like that. But what Jiva Goswami did was correct. He should not allow Dveshi Jane, we cannot, if somebody offends the Lord or his pure devotee, we should offer an argument. And if we cannot offer an argument, we should leave that place. If we are not competent enough to offer an argument, we should leave that place. Somebody is leaving, why Prabhu? <laughs> Only that you understood. <laughs> Leave that place. <laughs> so that is preacher. He cultivates devotion for the Lord. Makes friendship with devotees. There are more nuances to friendship with devotees. What kind of devotees? Advanced devotees, equal devotees, junior devotees. Different. There is more nuance. But for now we will just stick to this. And then there is Balasheshu. Kripa. Show mercy to them. Preach to them. And Dvishatsu, Upeksha, neglect them. So, a preacher, this has to. So, Abhyasu and those who, has, who are envious, we have to neglect them better. They are not going to, this is the thing, if we are envious, we cannot make advancement. Therefore, in the Bhagavatam, there is a verse right in the beginning, right in the very beginning of Bhagavatam. You see? Ah, the first line, Nirmatsaranam. Another word is, Suyanta is um, envious. 
Matsaranam is also envious. Dharmah projita kaita votra paramo nirmatsaranam satam vedyam vastava matra vastu shivadam tapatrayon mulanam shrimad bhagavate mahamunikrite kim vaparairishvara sadyo hridya varudhya tetra kritibhi Completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated, this Bhagavad Puran propounds the highest truth which is understandable by those devotees who are fully pure in heart. This is called Nirmatsarana, fully pure in heart. So unless we come to the point of Nirmatsara, we are not fully pure in heart. We may do all sadhana and this and that swadhyaya, study of scriptures, but if you don't come to the point of Nirmatsara, non-enviousness of others, we have not become fully pure in heart. That is the last remnants of our material life. The highest truth is reality distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all. Such truth uproots the threefold miseries. This beautiful Bhagavatam compiled by the great sage Vyasadeva in his maturity is sufficient in itself for God-realization. What is the need of any other scripture? As soon as one attentively and submissively hears the message of the Bhagavatam, by this culture of knowledge, the Supreme Lord is established within his heart. This is the beginning of Bhagavatam. Completely rejecting all religious systems which are materially motivated. Like, you do this and you go to heaven, you do this, you get this punya, that punya. Bhagavatam has nothing to do with all that. Like what King Kulashekar has prayed. I don't, I don't want to be saved from hell, I don't want moksha, I don't want heaven, nothing. I want to just be your servant, birth after birth. I am not demanding that you stop my cycle of birth and death. I don't think I am qualified that my cycle of birth and death should even stop. I am such a sinful person that I should suffer for another millions of years. Let it be so, if you will. I am not going to ask you one single thing. But one thing I will ask you. Please engage me in your service. So this pure devotion is what actually attracts the Lord. And it is not a matter of just saying. We have to live like that. It is about living that life. We have to come to the point of putting all those things in practice. Saying is good. It is a start. But we should not be stagnant. It is said that we should never uh, lust or greed upon uh, our money our possessions, our status of life. But we should always be greedy for seva. That greed is spiritual greed. In fact, there is no other price to achieve Krishna rather than, uh, other than our greed. Rupa Goswami has written again. Rupa Goswami, we are talking about the same Rupa Goswami who rejected that, that debater. Um. Hmm. You see. Oh, sorry. Krishna Bhakti 
कृष्ण भक्ति रसभाविता मति क्रियताम यद कुतोपिलभ्यते तत्र लौल्यम अपि मूल्यम एकलम जन्म कोटि सुकृतैर्न लभ्यते यू कैन नॉट गेट कृष्ण भक्ति यू सी लेट्स सी द ट्रांसलेशन प्योर डिवोशनल सर्विस इन कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस कैन नॉट बी हैड इवन बाय पायस एक्टिविटी इन हंड्रेड्स एंड थाउजेंड्स ऑफ लाइव्स जन्म कोटि सुकृतैर न लभ्यते we cannot get krishna bhakti like that it can be attained only by paying one price that is intense greed to obtain it if it is available somewhere one must purchase it without delay so where is this to be found now others that is the point where this greed is to be found so that i can purchase it where is it if it is available somewhere where is that where is that somewhere it is in the association of devotees they are so greedy devotees are so greedy for krishna that they leave their family they leave their work they leave their country they leave their everything just to get that bhakti they are prepared to forgo all kinds of responsibilities like if suppose you know uh, you know those movie stories are there you know cinema stories where that boy you know he leaves all the family and everything for the girl you know everybody everybody condemns him but he still goes on or the other way around the girl for the boy maybe the girl is a rich man's daughter and then she goes for a poor boy you know who are like straight fellow and then you know big drama whole movie is about the drama so she she forgoes all kinds of whatever and he goes because she's greedy and lusty after that boy now just transfer that thing to krishna the devotees they leave everything as if they are nothing country family whatever you may say uh, that greed them in that they are greedy so greedy that they have no no other thought no other consideration hmm that is the price krishna says scribe what krishna says so it is available if it is available somewhere purchase it where is it available with those devotees who are actually dedicated just like prabhupad he left his family he went what age at 69 he went to execute the order of spiritual master you know you see here ये दारागारुत्रातम परम हिवाम शरण याता कथम ताम त्यक्तुत्सहे दारागारुत्रांस प्योर डिवोटीज गिव अप द होम्स वाइफ चिल्ड्रेन रिलेटिव रिचेस एंड इवन द लाइफ सिंपली टू सर्व मी विदाउट एनी डिजायर फॉर मेटीरियल इंप्रूवमेंट इन दिस लाइफ और इन द नेक्स्ट how can i give up such devotees at any time so these kinds of devotees we have to associate with you know i sometimes hear <clears throat> please please do not take any offense if you are if you have taken part in any of these activities but i sometimes hear like this sometimes especially it is common among the ladies because their husbands have gone to work or something 
they have certain uh, groups like Gita study groups or Bhagavad study groups like this in their condominium or something like that. And um, they come and tell me like, you know, when they come here and we ask them to come for the classes, they tell us actually we have, we have, uh, we discuss Bhagavad Gita every week. So, where? Uh, in, in our condo, we have, we have a group of uh, ladies, we all meet and we, we discuss Bhagavad Gita. Now, here it is said, Tatra laulyam api mulyam ekalam. We have to learn Bhagavata Padigya Bhagavata Sthane. We have to study Bhagavat at the feet of the Bhagavat, person Bhagavat. The book Bhagavat has to be studied under the person Bhagavat who has actually surrendered his life to Krishna. Not anybody and everybody. Because if everybody is materially attached and we discuss Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, what, what, how, can, how much can we advance? No, we cannot like that. Hmm. We have to take, we have to be greedy. To get that greed, we have to come into the association of greedy people. Uh, so, an association of devotees, they are greedy for Krishna. They are greedy for Krishna. So, that association we should seek. That association we should We cannot simply whatever we like. No, we have to come to the association where they are fully, their only point is, what is a, a nice verse. What is a, Activity of is this Yatrotama Shloka Gunanuvada Prastuyate Gramya Katha Vigata Vigata Nishevyamano Nudinam Mumukshor Matim Satim Yat Chativasu Deve. Who are the pure devotees mentioned here? In an assembly of pure devotees, there is no question of discussing material subjects like politics and sociology. In an assembly of pure devotees, there is discussion only of the qualities, forms and pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is praised and worshipped with full attention. In the association of pure devotees, by constantly hearing such topics respectfully, even a person who wants to merge into the existence of the Absolute Truth abandons this idea and gradually becomes attached to the service of Vasudev. So, this is pure devotees. The only business is to discuss about Krishna. How to advance in our Krishna consciousness. Uh, in different angles, different angles. Explain in Bhagavad Gita as well. No, no, this <laughs> The thoughts of my pure devotees dwell in me. Their lives are fully devoted to my service and they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me. Always conversing about him in different ways. Um, so this is the object of attraction for the devotees. 
Now there is another side which we will briefly touch upon because tomorrow is actually Gaur Purnima, the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Jai. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a Krishna himself, Krishna Varanam Dvisha Akrishnam. Uh, he is Krishna himself, but he who has come as Krishna's devotee. Radha Bhava Dhyuti Suvalitam, Naomi Krishna Swarupam. He has accepted the Bhava and Dhyuti of Radha. The Bhava, the, the mood, the devotional mood and the complexion of Radha Rani. And the peculiar thing about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, he does not even see whether one is envious or not. Here in today's verse it is said, if you are envious, you are ruined, gone. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is chasing those people who are envious of the Lord and making them devotees. <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is even more merciful than Krishna himself. Namo Mahavalanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauratvishinama Krishna said, you surrender unto me, I will give you moksha. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, you surrender or don't surrender, I will give you bhakti, more than mukti. I'll give you the highest Radha Krishna Bhakti. So this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. How he is giving this Radha Krishna Bhakti? You know, in Bhakti also there are stages. Radha Krishna worship is considered the topmost. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving that. How is he giving? Golokera Premadhana Harinama Sankirtana. Through this congregational chanting of Harinam Sankirtan, we, we just chanted and danced before this class, sang and danced. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is. By this chanting and chanting, we become purified. Because the name of Krishna and Krishna himself are non-different. So by the name, he is giving the holy name to everyone and anyone and making them devotees. He did not consider and his associates also don't consider whether this person is qualified or not qualified. Huh? What is that verse? Yesterday was Vishwamarva was telling. Sthana, sthana, patra, patra. What is that? Huh. So this is Chaitanya Charitamrita. Patra, patra, vichara nahi, nahi sthana, sthan. Jai yaha pae, taha kare premdan. You see? In distributing love of Godhead, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates did not consider who was a fit candidate and who was not. Nor were, nor where such distribution should or should not take place. <laughs> you know, they made no conditions. Wherever they got opportunity, the members of Panchatattva distributed love of Godhead. Nityananda Prabhu, who is, you know, we have seen Nityananda Prabhu, he is Balram. Balram Hoyalo Nithai. Nityananda Prabhu, he went to liquor shop. You know, he went to liquor shop. So some people criticize Nithyananda, what is this in Nithyananda going to liquor shop? But he went there, he converted the liquor seller into devotee. Why are you intoxicating yourself with liquor? Come, you chant Hare Krishna. And he intoxicated him with Harinam. <laughs> he changed. So, they will go to any place. Patra Patra Nahi, what? Patra Patra? Vichara Nahi. Patra patra vichana hai, nahi sthana sthan. Hmm. Wherever, doesn't matter. Oh, brothel, come, come, I will give you better. 
Krishna Bhakti. So like this, they were they were changing people like left right center did not see whether he was qualified or not. Hmm. What is that? Vidya kule na karibetar. Vidya kule, whether you are coming in a big kula, one nice, very cultured family or you are from a ruffian, what, uh, loafer family or some gangster fellow, doesn't matter. You are drunkard or whether you are very nicely chanting mantras, doesn't matter. Hmm? Vidya, you are very learned or you are fool number one, doesn't matter. You just chant. So like this, they were distributing love of Godhead. Not even seeing, Jagai Madhai. Very envious. Very envious, Jagai Madhai. Brothers, Brahmin family, big. But they were completely lost all their culture, became drunkards, womanizers, gamblers, everything. All sinful activities they were doing. Nityananda Prabhu went to petition them, please chant Hare Krishna. Please don't, don't do all these things, you are very sinful. You know, you don't know what you are getting into. He said, hey, you don't talk too much. I have this matka full of liquor. I'll throw on your face. Don't talk, don't talk to me like this. Get lost. Then, then they were still, Nathanael was still petitioning him. Hey! He shouted at him, I'll beat you now. And then Nathanael, all devotees carried Nathanael, please, please come. Then next day again he went. Please chant. This time he was furious. Madhaik put, the, you know, took the matka, beat him on his head. Full blood was coming out. Nityanambu still begged him, oh, held on to his feet, please chant Hare Krishna, please chant Hare Krishna. Then Madhaik wanted to beat him up. Then Jagai suddenly, the brother, suddenly a little bit, he thought, hey, you have beaten him and still he's not, he's still he's very humble and you know, what is, what have you done, you know. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he came from, he heard that his devotee was beaten. Nitan Ru is Balram himself. You will see the drama tomorrow. Actually, they are enacting this drama tomorrow. So, Nitan Ru is beaten. Huh? He came with his chakra. He actually promised that I will not take any weapon in this Kali In Chaitanya Mahaprabhu incarnation, I will not take any weapon. Because if I take weapon, weapon is to kill demon. Like in Krishna, he used the chakra to kill Shishupal. Now, Chaitanya Kali Yuga, he takes chakra means all of Shishupal only in Kali Yuga. <laughs> all rascals. So all must be killed. I never better I don't take chakra because useless. Everything will be everyone will be killed. So he said, I will not take. But for Jan Jagai Mada did this, he took chakra. I wanted to kill them. Nityan begged him. Please, please, you see, you see, they are already repenting. You know, don't kill them. Like this, he petitioned, he cried and cried at the feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and petitioned him, please don't kill. And finally, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, You bow down to him. And forgive, if he forgives you, if Nithyan forgives you, then I will save you. Otherwise, you are doomed today. Then they fell at the feet of Nithyan Prabhu. Nithyan Prabhu said, then he showed Chaitanya, please see, they have, they have changed. Because of you, they have changed. Now, please accept them. So, then they became devotees. They were so envious. This is the, this is the specialty of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Even rascals, envious rascals. That's why there is a nice verse in Bhagavatam. Oh, we have crossed the time. Hmm. Uh, huh? Huh? Um, can.
This is from the Bhagavatam, 11th canto, 5th chapter. It is showing something else here. It will show in a while. 11th canto, 5th chapter, 34th verse. Jatva sudustya jasurep siddharajya lakshmim dharmishtha arya vachasa yadadadaranyam maya mrigam daitayep sitamanvadhavad vande mahapurushate charanaravindam maya mrigam daitayep sitamanvadhavad He is running and chasing. Chasing all the envious people who are running away from Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is chasing them. Come, come. It's not like it's Krishna, you know. Krishna said, you surrender to me, I will give you moksha, mukti. Krishna is waiting. You come, I will give you mukti. I'm waiting. That's why Krishna is always, Perumal, if you see, you know, Venkateshwar Swami, like this, and another hand like this. You surrender, I will give mukti. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not waiting. You're running away. Already your, your life is already so short. In Kali Yuga, how long are you going to live? Come, 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 I'm running behind you. <laughs> He's chasing. Chan, 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 Hare Krishna. He's chasing. And whoever he touches, he doesn't need to even preach. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't need to preach also. Whomever he touches, he becomes devotee. Not only just normal devotee. Oh, he touch means he will start chanting that day. No. He's, he's full ecstasy, full complete ecstasy of love of Godhead. From a total envious person to complete ecstasy. What to speak of envious persons? He, he changed animals. Tigers, elephants, snakes, everybody he changed. He went to Jharkhand. Now Jharkhand state is there. There was a Jharkhand forest. It was called Jharkhand uh, forest. So he was passing through that forest to Vrindavan. On the way he, he converted all the animals and you know, uh, elephants, tigers, everybody was dancing in Kirtan. You know, tiger dancing, how imagine. Tiger is dancing, elephant is dancing, all together. And tiger, deer embracing. Never seen before all this. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did all these things. What to speak of envious human beings. Animals also he. So this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance day is tomorrow. So this is, very, this is actually for Hare Krishna movement. This is our new year. You know, in, in uh, normal terms, especially in Vedic calendar, we say Shakabda. You know, the year. Like, you know, Gregorian calendar, English calendar we have. We have, of course, the 2020 now. So, Shakabda is also different, you know, the Indian calendar. But then, we, we say Gaurabda. 534 Gaurabda. Now it is, uh, yeah, 534 Gaurabda. 534th year from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. So, our new year is tomorrow. For all, that's why for month, for lunar months, the starting day is the Pratipat. After the Amavasya, that is the first start of the new month. But for us, the Purnima is the first day of the month because our first, our new year is on the Purnima, Gaura Purnima, tomorrow. So that is the first day of the year and then it goes on. So, every month starts with the Purnima. This is our Vaishnava calendar. So, this is very important day. We will just read this. Uh, this actually this verse uh, refers to three incarnations. This same verse applies to Rama, Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You know, 
the, the purport of this verse actually explains the whole thing. But anyway, we'll just read the translation. Oh Mahapurusha, I worship your lotus feet. You gave up the association of the goddess of fortune and all her opulence, which is most difficult to renounce and is hankered after by even the great demigods. Being the most faithful follower of the path of religion, you thus left for the forest in obedience to a brahmana's curse. Out of sheer mercifulness, you chased after the fallen conditioned souls who are always in pursuit of the false enjoyment of illusion and at the same time engaged in searching out your own desired object, Lord Shamsundar. This is a prayer to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very, very merciful. Most merciful. And he comes. Don't think, oh, very merciful. Huh? Okay, fine. I will come. I will come. Not like this. You know, when he comes, he came 534 years ago. He comes only once in 8,600,000,000 years. You know that? He comes only once in 8,600,000,000 years. Once. That means once in a day of Brahma. You know, Brahma, the creator of the universe, his one day, 12 hours is 4,32 billion years. And 24 hours is 8.64 billion years. B, B, not M also. 8,640,000,000 million years ago. He came. Now again he came. Now next time he will come is after 8 billion years. 8.64 billion years. We are so fortunate that this period is called the golden period of Kali Yuga. From the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to 10,000 years. This 10,000 years is the grace period of Kali Yuga. That means the Harinam is available for the population of Kali Yuga in these 10,000 years. And whoever takes to it goes back home, back to God. After these 10,000 years, you will never hear the word even God. The word God doesn't exist. It is completely animal life. It will come to be. This is already predicted in the Chaitanya, I mean the Bhagavatam. All the slokas are already there. The Kaliga will become so bad that God will be completely forgotten, erased from the, the, the remotest memory of the human being. That much. So now, there is a golden chance that we can take to this and go back. Because if we are going to take another birth, everybody if you ask, you want to come again? No, 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 no. So are you going to take to the process seriously that you don't come back? Mm-hmm. I will see. Then where? Where are you being serious? <laughs> if you are serious about not coming back, there is only one way. There is no other way. You have to take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that is to chant Hare Krishna. And it's not a big big deal actually. It's, I mean, very easy to chant. It's not a big sacrifice. Just open our mouth. Anyway, we're opening our mouth and talking nonsense. Chant Hare Krishna. 16 rounds a day, that's it. And eat prasadam. He did not even ask you to fast. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement was never about fasting. Always about feasting only. How to feast prasadam, big feast. Akantan bhojan kari. Eat until the neck. He said, Akanthan bhojan kari, mukhe bolo, hari hari. You eat until the neck, just about to vomit, that time you stop. <laughs> and with that energy, chant Hare Krishna fully. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He did not say fast, you know. In fact, there is a nice story, you know, Prabhupada's story. This is a very confidential, very, very confidential story, but Prabhupada revealed it. 
see Prabhupada is not like us we have taken birth here because of our past karma whatever we did but Prabhupada is a person who was sent from Krishna Loka into this world to save us you know he is a messenger directly of Krishna so it seems Prabhupada himself said that he actually did not want to come to this material world he did not want Krishna wanted him to come he did not want to come Krishna asked why you did not want to go why you don't want to go then he said we have to do a lot of tapasya there I don't want to do fasting and all that I don't want then Krishna said to him that no no for you there is no need of doing all these things so that's why <laughs> because of him we also don't need to do so many fasts you know if Prabhupada's Guru Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur his movement always fasting the people there are always fasting the devotees Every day they observe appearance day of this acharya, disappearance day of that acharya, appearance day of this incarnation, disappearance day of that incarnation. Every day, 365 days, almost 300 days are full of fasting, half day fasting. You know. And he did not like any of his devotees to become fat. You may say that is body, you know, body, we are, we are not body, you know. Why fat or thin? No, more forgetting fat means or enjoying your senses. So he wanted everybody to fast always and chant 64 rounds. So Prabhupada, he didn't want to fast so much. Then Krishna said, no, no, you don't need to fast. For you, no need. So because of that, we are at least having some, we can eat some, we can have some prasadam. But it is not about, of course, just eating and eating and eating. But actually our movement starts there only. People like the prasadam and slowly, slowly they get. Prabhupada was one sitting evening darshan he was giving and all the disciples were sitting all the Americans European boys and you know girls and he looked at them and he started laughing laughing at them then some of the devotees said what, what happened Prabhupada why are you laughing then he said I have cheated you all why no you have not cheated us Prabhupada you, you have saved us from all cheating this Maya is cheating us you know life after life you have saved us why you say like this no no I am not even paying you. You are working for me day and night. And what? How did, how did I how did I cheat you? How did I get you to be my servant like this? I gave you some gulab jamuns. I gave you some prasadam and you surrendered to me now. And I have cheated all of you from wherever you are. Then everybody started laughing. Oh, this is transcendental cheating. So, you know, with starting, starts with prasadam. You know, Prabhupada said, people who come to the temple, they may or may not digest the philosophy, but they will definitely digest the prasadam. (laughs) That one they will digest. So, in this way we can purify it. It is not only just food for stomach, it is food for soul also. You know, just before we... Hmm. His name is what? This is last we will see. Yajna Shishta Sinasanto Muchyante Sarvakil Vishay Bhunjate Te Tvagham Papa Ye Pachantyatma Karanat The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is offered first for sacrifice. They eat only prasadam. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin. I am pure vegetarian sir. 
come and tell me ma'am pure vegetarian sir the others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment if we cook for ourselves we are eating sin so pure vegetarian is not good enough you have to become pure prasadam prasadarian prabhupada used to say prasadarian so we have to all anyway we are cooking offer to krishna before you eat that becomes prasadam that's it simple mantras you offer of course we have to say the spiritual master's name uh, mantra and then chaitanya mahaprabhu's mantra and then krishna's mantra this way how we offer so if you don't know how to offer then learn from the devotees simple mantras are there offer to krishna and then take the prasadam that's it is all about tongue only chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement is just tongue holding by our tongue and getting us back to god giving us prasadam and giving us harinam that's it so on that note i would like to also announce that uh, mr sushil karji he has actually um, sponsored the prasadam today for um, his uh, late mother who passed away one year ago so let us all pray that you know the lordship shri shri radha madan mohan jagannath baladev subhadra gaurnitai pralad narsimhadev anshila prabhupad bless the soul of his mother that she attains shelter at the lotus feet of shri krishna so with that i would like to conclude it's already gone beyond our timings <clears throat> so i think the aarti is also finished right inside yeah so we can gradually proceed towards the fifth floor for prasadam and don't forget tomorrow for those who are observing chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement he said eat until neck but tomorrow to <laughs> fast fast until evening tomorrow fast for his appearance day we should fast and after that you eat so for appearance day we fast until moon rise actually which is more or less to until almost evening so we witness the gaurarti usually after that we partake of prasadam actually after the cultural show and all that so please proceed upstairs and if you want to make any contribution for the festival you can also make yeah, upstairs you can see us in the fifth floor हरे कृष्णा ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भगवद गीता की श्री प्रभुपाद की नेताय गौर प्रेमानंद